Do you find yourself envying overnight success stories? I must confess, our guest from this week, Rachel Joy, sparked those feelings in me. Rachel and I started our businesses around the same time, and since then, I have seen her blow up online. I love her. I love everything she puts out there. I want to be her best friend, and her entire audience feels exactly the same way. So as it does, comparisonitis sets in. So it was a real treat for me to be able to interview her really deeply about her journey in the last podcast episode. Make sure that you go check it out. And I wanted to know what happened behind the scenes. And what I found is that hers was not an overnight success story at all. In fact, her journey started when she was even a child. All of that mindset work that has to happen for you to make it online, she's been working through it in really, really tough situations her entire life. So It's no wonder that she has been able to display such vulnerability online that her audience loves everything about her because as an NLP, that stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is a way for you to control your thoughts and therefore your emotions so that you can actually move forward without getting into your head without letting your mindset block you. She has been trained on this. She helps people on this every single day. And it's no wonder that she has blown up the way that she has. All of that work, all of that internal work has been a part of her journey from day one. In this companion episode, I am going to teach you three things that Rachel Joy is doing very right in her business and you should start doing right now. My name is Ina Coveney, online presence expert for online coaches, and this is the companion episode. We do an interview episode every Monday and a companion every Thursday to teach you some things that you can take to your business right now and continue to grow it in the best way possible. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're anxiously waiting for spring to arrive, you're not alone. So head over to the review section, leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. This is the Global Phenomenon with Ina Coveney, the podcast where the self-made teach you to stop waiting to be discovered and prepare to be found. And before we get to the teaching, we're going to answer some of your questions. If you have a question for me, go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com, enter your question there, and I will answer it on the air. This question comes from Lakeisha Cherries on Instagram at thriving ambition. So go and follow her right now. This is her question. I've been getting some DMs where people ask how much I charge before they hop on a call with me. How do you handle this situation? Um, I'm going to tell you, Lakeisha, I have heard this both ways from coaches. I have heard never give your price because the price doesn't mean anything without value. If you asked me right now, hey, Ina, how much is your membership? If I told you that it is $10,000 or if I told you that it is $25, you will not know whether that is a good price or a not a, not worth it, right? Some people will not sign up to work with me for $25 because it's not about the money. It's about the value that your program provides. So without understanding the value, the price is just a number. It just doesn't make sense. So you can handle the situation by saying, um, actually, it would be great to see if you're a good fit for the program first so that we can see if this is going to be of any value, right? My prices are 
confidential. So if you would like to learn and see if this is a good fit for you, maybe we should get on a call, right? Um, so that's one way to handle it. And people who are savvy in this industry, they will understand that, they'll know that. Um, I don't think I would ever ask anybody that I want to sign up for their coaching programs for, especially if it's high level, I don't think I would ever ask them for their price over a DM because I know that's just a disservice to their ability to show me the value of the program, right? So if they're not savvy, who knows, maybe they're not even your ideal client just by the fact that they're asking this. But if they do ask it, I would just invite them on a conversation. Actually, I like to share those prices once the value makes sense. So why don't we hop on a call and I can explain what the program is. You can tell me what your goals are and we can see if it's a good fit even before we talk about finances. How does that sound, right? Or I've heard another way, a coach that I really admire. She basically took the stance of if this person is asking me, they're just not my ideal client. And sometimes she just goes, here's the price, knowing that the person is not going to sign up, knowing that the person is not going to do anything about it. I have also heard that in your application form, you could put at least a price range so that you don't end up getting on phone calls with people who are just not willing to make a five-figure investment, right? Or a four-figure investment. So you got to train them that way. I have put in my application forms, do you have the resources to sign up? Do you have access to the resources to sign up? Or do you not have the resources to sign up for anything at all? And if they answer that last question, then I, I politely cancel the meeting and I get back to them and I say, if you're not, this is an application form. This is an application conversation for you to sign up for this program. If you do not have the means to invest, um, I suggest that perhaps this is not the right time to have this conversation. If you would like to sit down and chat, about you know my services, then that's kind of separate, right? That is something I am willing to do in some cases without having to discuss finances. It's just to see if the program is a good fit for them. So there are really several ways of handling it. There isn't one size fits all. It's pretty much which one do you feel best aligned with? What, do you, what would you like somebody to answer that question if you were to ask it? Because that's really what's most, most important that you are answering from integrity. And whenever I say answer from integrity, that means that you have to be able to defend that approach because you made that decision. If the answer is, well, because my coach told me to do it, that is never a great, a great reason to do anything right? So you got to know which one fits for you. Right now, if somebody asks me, hey, how much is your program? Um, if it's something that I sell only over the phone, I tell them, uh, you know, thank you so much for your interest in finding out more about it. I like to find out if this is a good fit for you before we tackle the money conversation. If you would like to chat more, here's my link. Um, that's how I would handle it myself. And I feel very comfortable with that approach. Um, right now, I have a membership that, you know, the price is out there. It's pretty open. At this point of this recording, I have a membership that is a coaching membership, full-blown coaching membership for only $200 a month. And I'm very comfortable saying that because even though it's my premium program, it is also one of the lowest offers I have ever had. So I don't mind saying that price. If somebody asks me how much is your membership, there's plenty of information out there for it right now. So I would tell them it's 200 bucks. If you want to find out more about it, go check out this video where I explain the whole thing, right? I would do it like that. But I don't sign people for my membership on phone calls. So I hope this is helpful. Uh, I know that a lot of you are going to have that question, but for premium programs, for sure, I would have a conversation first so that you can express the value before the money, uh, the money conversation comes in. I hope this helps.
Our next question comes from Mona J, and you can follow her on Instagram at mona.organictruth. So this was her question. Help. Somebody's backing out of my first group program the day before it launches. We're starting tomorrow. She just sent me a message that she has to back out because it's too much on her plate. She's on a payment plan and she's already made the first installment and I don't know how to respond. What do I do? I should let you know, guys, that I actually responded this for Mona on the day that she submitted this question. So she has already taken these steps and she was able to save the sale. So congratulations, Mona, for taking immediate action and uh, allowing this member to really enjoy the benefits of your program by coaching her through this a little bit. So this is what I asked Mona to do and everybody can um, can take point on this. So first of all, for yourself, remember that this is not an emergency, okay? Remember that this is not about saving the sale. Remember that this particular member signed up for a reason, they signed up because they needed this. So remember that, that you're here to help. You're here to be of service. So if this is truly not the right option for them at this point, you have to respect that and let it go. And that is okay. But here is one way that you can handle this. I would respond either by video or by voice. And I would say these points. Point number one, I would let them know that you understand. Tell them that you have been involved with multiple programs in the past and sometimes it does feel like too much so just put her at ease that her concerns are not invalid all right tell her like hey i've been there too i understand what you're going through your second point should be hey i need to remind you of the return policy which is 30 days after doing the work so i know that this program can help you so bring it back to the reason why they signed up in the first place i know this program can help you whether it is you know to make money to feel more confident to whatever the benefit is i want to encourage you to give it a try before you back out right i mean you have 30 days from the moment you sign up to actually get a refund. So why not just come and see if you can actually reap the benefit of it? I'm going to be with you every step of the way. Number three, point number three. If after you go through the first month with me and you're not seeing those results and it really feels like it's just too much on your plate and you should have never signed up for it, I will honor the refund policy and I will give you your money back. Okay, but I do ask that you give this a shot. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you and I'm going to help you get these results. All right. And point number four, if you can tell him, if after hearing this message, right, of me encouraging you to actually just do this because you have 30 days without a refund anyway, right? If after hearing this message, you still feel like you can't commit to it and that you need to back out, that is completely your call. But our refund policy prevents me from returning that first installment. So since you're already here, you've already paid and you get the next 30 days of this service regardless, what do you say we give this a try? Why not? What do you say? Are you with me? Would you like to give this a shot? So she went and she responded. And most of the time people, when they, uh, when they receive a message like this, where they're like, you know, they're already on the hook because they already paid and they have 30 days to do the work or bail out, there's still an opportunity for them to get a refund. They'll just say, okay, what the heck? I'll give it a shot, right? And that's what you're going for at this point is for them to say, okay, you know what? You're not, you're right. 
All right, let's let's do it and see what happens. And Mona did that and she was able to save that sale. So I really hope that that helps um, other people out there. Thank you so much, Mona and Lakisha for your questions. And now I'm going to teach you three things that Rachel Joy is doing very right in her business and you should start doing right now. All right, so number one, we'll dive right in. Number one is doing the inner work. I want you to notice throughout her interview that she was telling you about all of these mindset shifts that she had to make. She had to become a very self-aware individual to know, to be open to self-analyzing, to realize where her feelings were coming from, how to resolve the conflicts that were inside of her, and to have a bigger, bigger vision for herself that she could go for. So that inner work is something that a lot of us don't even know that we have to do. Right? When we get out of corporate, all we want is the strategy. Hey, there's people out there making a million dollars with their business. I want to be one of them. So I'm going to sign up for every course out there. Right? I'm going to go and sign up and then that's going to give me the strategy and then I'm going to have a course and then I'm going to have financial freedom and I'm done. What we don't realize is that in order to make it to point B, we have to work on our mindset on point A. And I know it sounds so woo. It sounds like, oh, I feel like I've already done some of the work. But I'm going to tell you, if I tell you right now to write down the names of five podcasts to pitch yourself to and you don't do it, you guys, that's something that should take you maybe a couple of hours to do. Because once you create one pitch, you just modify it for all the others. That's probably a two-hour task that you need to do. And you're still not going to do it. Why? Because you don't have time? That's an excuse. Because you, you're not prioritizing visibility in a business. What are you prioritizing? Right? So the reason you don't do it is because we have fears. And for everybody's different. Everybody has a fear of being rejected, of failure. What if they not, don't respond? What if by pitching myself too soon, I ruin any future chance of getting featured there? All of that is in your mind. A successful entrepreneur like Rachel, who has already been through all of that inner work, if I told her, if I was her coach and I told her right now, you're going to write down five podcasts and you're going to pitch yourself to them, you know what she would say? You got it, boss. <laughs> because she has already put in so much work into her mindset that she is not getting in her own way. All she needs now is that strategy. Okay, but how do I actually pitch? What do I put in it? Those are legitimate questions. And I would help her out with it and those would go out. But if you don't feel like you're there, that's more mindset work that needs to happen. And it takes time. It's not something you can flip a switch. Self-awareness is one of the rarest <laughs> traits that humans have. So it's something that you develop over time by being constantly critical, not in a bad way, but just analyzing your own thoughts and your own emotions around certain topics so that you can always improve and make them better. So that's point number one doing the inner work and knowing how important it is to your success. Number two, I just want you to go and look at her Instagram. All right. It's, I'm going to go find it right now so you guys can see, it's at the Rachel Joy, and I believe it's number one, the Rachel, there we go, at the Rachel Joy and the number one. I just want you to go to her Instagram and I want you to scroll and I want you to tell me if you don't just want to be her friend. 
So something that she has mastered is her ability to talk to her audience like they are friends of hers. And when you're following someone who's talking to you like a friend, you feel connected to them, even if you've never talked to them before. That is how you can engage your audience on Instagram. So don't just talk about business. Don't just share, uh, you know, what a picture of what you had for lunch, but share your face. Go out there and say hello and tell them that you understand and tell them what you're doing right now and ask them, how are you, right? Be their friend. That's how you develop that trust factor. When people just start to fall in love with you without even ever talking to you. That's what she does really well. So go and follow her on Instagram and go check that out. And the last thing that she does really, really well, and she told us about this on the interview, is about creating large coaching offers. But I want you to notice one thing that she said. She didn't start out creating a $25,000 mastermind on day one. She didn't. She started out by charging $1,000. Then every time she got a new client, she would up, okay, $2,000, $3,000, $5,000. She stayed there for a while. Now she only does $10,000 packages. She just created a mastermind for $20,000. She didn't start out at the $20,000. All of that stuff is mindset work that she had to do. She had to walk through it herself so that she could be comfortable with her prices. So when you're putting yourself out there, here's what I'm going to say. Don't just put out a big offer just because I told you to. I want you to think of how you can stretch yourself. So if you're starting out, if your audience is zero to tiny, what you want to do is just prove to yourself that you can sell something and that you can help that person. So whatever price that means to you, that's what you're going to charge. And then for the next person, you're just going to up it a little bit more. You're going to continue nudging that line as long as you are comfortable. Notice that Rachel stopped at 5,000 for a while because that's what felt good to her. So you're going to have to challenge yourself, but you got to start where your heart is so that you can sell it. And a great way to think of those prices is think of what would make this price worth your while. If the price was less than that, you simply cannot do it. So find out what that number is and charge that much. And then the next time, because I assure you there are more clients where that one came from, the next time go up a bit and then go up a bit and then go up a bit. My first client was referred to me by uh, our common mentor. And this client was already used to paying $2,000 for programs, $3,000, $5,000 to work with coaches. Do you guys know how much I charge her for meeting once a week for four weeks? Do you want to know? Do you really want to know? I charged her. $197. And she stared at me like she was embarrassed for me. But here's the thing. This wasn't about her. This was about me. That's the price that I felt. If it went any lower than that, I just can't do this. But if it went any higher than that, I wasn't confident enough. Since then, I have charged plenty more to work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I have charged $5,000 to work with people one-on-one, -on -one, right? That has happened, but it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen on your first sale. So when you're thinking about prices, start with what you can sell comfortably because any lower than that is not worth your time, all right? And if they say no, that is okay. There are many other clients where that one came from, all right? I know you got this. I know you can do this. 
All right, how did that feel? Did you feel like you got a little bit more information, something you can take back to your business? Then that makes me super happy. So remember to hit subscribe because in the next episode, we have an equally amazing interview for you. And don't forget to subscribe on right here where you are in whatever podcasting app you're using so that you don't miss that next episode. If you would like to ask me a question for the next Q&A, just go to theglobalphenomenonpodcast.com and I will answer it on the air. All right, I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to The Global Phenomenon with Ina Kobeny. Join the conversation inside the Facebook group at theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook. Listen to new interviews every Monday and learn with a companion episode every Thursday. This podcast was created by Ina Kobeny, music by Jared LaBelle, and this was the voice of Kip Clark. 